Welcome to our podcast, Coming Out of the Media Gang, uh, stories from the sidelines, uh, really trying to give a voice to, to some of the unsung heroes of tournament paintball. A uh, couple of our friends, refs, media people, uh, commentators like yourself, uh, league owners, anybody that really has a story that people don't really hear too much about and um, that really make tournament paintball what it is. Um, and without them, like it wouldn't be where it is now. Um, Nick, super happy to have you on the show. Thank you so much. Uh, this, is, this is pretty big for us. Uh, just so you know that you are guest number two. Um, yeah, so you made, you, made it, you made it into the starting five, bud. <laughs> All right. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, I mean, this podcast is a little bit more focused on all those guys. So, I mean, you're, you're a commentator now. I mean, you've been doing it for a little while now. So I, I was wondering, how did you get into it? Um, who gave you the opportunity and like, why did they come to you? Like, what did you bring to the table comparatively to like some of the, some of the other pro players that are out there? Well, that's a lot. Um, so <laughs> I don't, I don't remember. It was either 2007 or 2008 world cup. And die pba hadn't started yet i don't even know if there was actually uh, a name for the good job baby go to sleep i love you (laughs) i know you do you leave it out here so you can come out of your room you're supposed to be sleeping anyway um maddie and patrick spore and matt marshall and uh die or die darren darren sasenia and dave Dahan or Youngblood of Die had put a lot into creating a webcast and a World Cup. Um, I think it was 2008. They were really debuting it, and Maddie was looking for people to help commentate. You know, th- it's it's one of those things where when you sit down to commentate and you could see yourself on camera and you have to talk about things, I think it could be intimidating to a lot of people. And I didn't know what the hell I was doing back then. Yeah, yeah. So I mean, it's public speaking. Day. Yeah. So Maddie was like, Hey, you want to come do this? Um, and what kind of led to that is I had, cause you know, aftershock was the dominant team in 2008. We won everything. Mm-hmm. We didn't win anything. It was terrible. We were horrible. Um, <laughs> Maddie had asked me to help out in the webcast to be one of the first, uh, kill counters. And so years ago, geez, a while ago, 12 years ago, um, there was on the pit side of the pro pits, there was a tower that stats crew and other people, the NXL refs would be in like the true pro NXL division would be in. And so I sat up there and I would actually count Kef's count, <laughs> count Kef's count uh, kills on the Dorito side. And I would radio that information into Maddie for stuff that I can confirm. It's in your bed. Go look for it. You'll find it. It's okay. Stay in school. Don't do drugs and have kids when you're ready, folks. Um, <laughs> So in doing that and doing the confirmed kills for Maddie and Pat, he's like, Hey, you want to come up and do a game? And I was like, sure. And the thing that was really cool about that is when I was asked to really focus on getting confirmed kills, like that's the one thing that Pat and Maddie really like, well, like, Hey man, we don't want you to guess. We don't want you to, you know, play favorites. We want you to really verify those confirmed kills." And it was awesome because I really was like, man, I want to do a good job. And it, it really is, is a, a pro player. And as a, uh, you know, someone who was knocked out of the tournament and trying to stay as positive as possible. Yeah. Like, man, these are the teams that I have to beat. These are the individuals I have to beat. So I really tried to pay a lot of attention to 
how guys were playing and what they were doing on that layout because we failed at it. Um, and so it gave me something to talk about when I got to go do the webcast with him uh, for the first time. And, you know, he was like, Hey man, you did great. Would you want to ever want to do this again? And I was like, sure. And so PB access PBA evolves into what it becomes in the PSP. And Maddie's just like, Hey, whenever you have free time, you want to come up here and do it. And I didn't really have too many commitments back then to do anything else. So I would go up there and do a couple of games every now and again, fast forward to geez, oh, 2014, 2015, it becomes part of my job requirement in working for GI um, because of what uh, Richmond had put money into and it created ghost sports. And so those were kind of linked with Richmond being an owner and, you know, of ghost sports and uh, still involved in GI. And so I just did both. And so I would do stuff for ghost sports um, and commentate. And then that would just be the thing where I would go. (laughs) Kids. Um, That's just one of those things where I would do the, you know, the webcast. Oh, you found it. Oh, that was easy. Well, I walked up five feet. You found it. Good job. Um, But that's how that kind of evolved where Maddie was like, Hey, you're good. Um, It got, it was really easy to do stuff with, you know, get Todd involved. Uh, because those two have such a dynamic relationship mm-hmm. and Todd is very, very good at what he does. And so is Maddie. So just to, to build up that, that relationship, and it was, it was easy to bounce back and forth. I don't know if I'm, I'm going too far. No, you're no, good. no, no, this you're is perfect. Good. This is, yeah. uh, this is honestly, this is fantastic. Tell me to yeah. shut up. No, 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 definitely not. Definitely not. I mean, I mean, you're talking about, it becomes your job, part of your job requirement, working at GI. It, I see, I definitely, I didn't know the connection between GI and go sports and now, it makes a lot of sense. Um, but I mean, yeah. like as your job description and now, I mean, you play pro, you've been playing pro for a while. Like h- how do you balance that out? Like, especially going into Vegas, like you guys me finals, you won, like how, like I can only assume it's kind of tough. And just like, guys, I, I can't work the booth. I need, I need to get ready for matches. So, well, yeah, that's a, that's a good, that's a great question because a lot for me has changed in my job in the last year and a half. So, uh, I moved to Florida in 2018 in April, was still doing the ghost sports stuff. A lot of my responsibilities when I moved here was for ghost sports in content creation, um, in creating stuff and getting preparing for the webcast and going and doing regional stuff, going to the MSXL, the USXBL, uh, the MVPS, um, a lot of my day-to-day stuff was ghost sports. Um, and the thing that really helped out immensely with that was being able to secure Maddie um, just to be part of that whole thing. Um, You know, if you want to go back even farther, you know, Richmond was in a position along with the rest of the owners of the NXL when it started, when it went from the PSP to the NXL, you know, PBA was a, was an awesome um, structured platform for the webcast. And that kind of all disappeared overnight or within the span of a few months, then, you know, the NXL had to create their own webcast because that was the norm. So the lucky part there was that Maddie lives and breathes that stuff. He knows and tells the stories better than anyone else. And he, he mm-hmm. keeps the stats. Like he, he was, he's the biggest person to push those and he keeps them himself. and He knows them like the back of his hand, which is crazy. So without Maddie, it would have been, it'd be really hard to do, but, um, you know, moving forward in time, uh, you know, there were times where, you know, for, for go sports, show up to the events early. Like I essentially would go straight from practice, uh, on X factor on shock 
girl from shock to X factor, uh, and even one eight seven go straight to the event. So I would get in, I would leave Sunday night from wherever I was practicing, fly to the event, help set up, set up the rest of the week, play paintball. When I wasn't playing paintball, I would do the webcast. Then I would go meet the team, spend the night with the team, have the team meeting, wake up super early. Cause I had to be there at the field for the first game, oh stay at the God. field all day. And then, you know, the one thing that people don't see is as soon as the tournament's over, and this is, this goes for not just for go sports, but for, you know, the rest of the NXL itself, it's immediate teardown mode. Like you're taking yeah. everything down. Like we're all the wires that are down, all the mm. camera cables, everything has to be cleaned, has to be wrapped up, has to be put away. And everything that it took us, you know, five, six days to set up comes down in like one night and the next morning. <laughs> it's crazy. Oh, oh yeah. I mean, <laughs> yeah. Sam and I, we're, we're both in doing media things. So, I mean, we're there at the yeah, crack of dawn to the very end. Uh, I'm friends with Braden. He do, does like the infrastructure and security and stuff. Cool guy. Um, but yeah, like I see him like at the end of, at the end of Sunday, he goes like, dude, like not right now. I have, there's so many things that I need oh, yeah. to start doing and because I want to go home. Oh yeah. It's, yeah. it's crazy. But if you, so you fast forward now to, the beginning of this year into la- the end of last year into this year, um, Billy, Billy Saransky, the president of GI came over and was like, Hey man, who pays you? And I was like, GI He's like, you need to get over here to our side of the building and stop doing go sports <laughs> stuff. So, uh, I didn't, I did maybe in Vegas. I maybe did like 10 minutes at the end of a game mm-hmm. on, I think it was Friday night when we had to, they, we had to, we're waiting to play our game against, uh, against Revo when it got super dark. Yeah. Um, Gosh. but I was, I, I'm, I'm no longer part of go sports. I don't go in early to set up. I'm strictly GI and all my responsibilities are GI. So going into this year would be a complete change where, you know, I'm not going to be in the booth. I have other responsibilities to teams and to the company that I have to do. So, uh, you probably won't see me in the webcast booth at all. You know, Damn. um, this is, yeah, unless, unless we lose like, you know, you know, unless the Ironman don't do very well, which obviously it doesn't seem like, yeah, that doesn't seem I mean, like it's going to happen. NXL 2020 champs right now. So I mean, <laughs> undefeated. <laughs> <laughs> yes, that's a great shirt. Yeah. But, um, yeah. So the, the thing that was, it was great in doing the webcast was, you know, Darren, who, who would run it, uh, Mike Peverell has done a lot of great things for go sports and made our lives a lot easier in, in, in the infrastructure and making sure we've got food helping set up being, um, you know, the technical director and helping out with Jacob in the booth. Um, there was a, there is a system to it that makes it easy. And then Maddie himself keeping all the stats and being able to tell those stories. And then, you know, there, there are people that are very good up there. Marcelo Greenspan. There's a lot of guys that come up that you can get that are, as you want to, if you want to say naturals in front of the camera or just are good at public yeah. speaking yeah. and know the game, but that's the thing you have to focus on. And, and that takes me back to the first time I did the kill, um, the kill counts is just when you, when you can really focus on what is working for people, you know, just find the simplest way to say it. Like I can still remember that world cup, Anthony Fayaza for impact was killing on the judo side. And I was like, man, I, you know, I wish I would in scouting a team the way I used to do it. It's completely different than how I do it now because I was forced to watch how people got kills and confirm those kills. And so, when you're given the best seat in the house to do go sports, you know, or the webcast, it's, it's a challenge to be able to talk about it and focus on it, but you just something you have to learn to do. And so it's been, a, it's been a blessing to be able to do that. And it's been, 
I'm going to miss it. <laughs> I'm going to miss that for sure. Yeah, no. I mean, I'm definitely going to miss miss you on the web. Yeah. I thought you were a great personality up there. Nice I mean, you've, you've talked about Go Sports. You've talked about PB Access, kind of where it was. I mean, what do you see are the differences between the two different platforms? And what, what does Go Sports bring now to the table for the, for the webcast that PB Access kind of missed the ball on? Well, it's one of those things where like, you know, Paintball Access had to, had to did every, both companies essentially kind of had to start from scratch um, because, you know, PBA built everything from the ground up and was really had to trial, trial and error, you know, what worked, what didn't work. Mm-hmm. And they were very successful. Uh, Dave and Di did a great job in, in keeping that going. And they actually had, and I can remember I was in California and I did a show with Maddie and Todd at Die. They I mean, they had everything built out there. Anything you could ever need to produce shows and create content, they had. So when Go Sports first started, um, you know, there was none of that. And so they had to restart and they were, you know, a lot of <laughs> don't know if this is going to work. Uh, and there were a lot of things that, that failed and didn't, didn't work. And, you know, you definitely feel the wrath of that on the internet in front of a bunch of <laughs> oh, people. Oh, gosh, yeah, I imagine. Yeah. Oh, yeah. The internet's yeah. written in pen, not pencil, and it's ruthless. Yes, it is. It is very ruthless. Um, so there was just it was just the people that that you know Cena had a huge involvement in it still does. Um, that were involved that didn't you know did, we didn't know what the heck we were doing, and it wasn't until we got Darren who worked for Die and did PBA stuff. He he moved out from California, moved to Florida, and started helping out and doing Go Sports stuff. Um, that helped out a lot. The infrastructure getting Maddie actually signed on to be full time was huge. And it's been trial and error. It's been one of those things where like, I, I can't say for certain what, you know, Dave and Die was a, was a huge part of the foundation of what PB access was. Mm-hmm. And they had gotten to the point where it was free. Like, Hey man, if we want to get better, we need to make money. Okay. Let's charge this amount. Now, all right. We really want to make it better sustainable. Let's charge this amount. And so it got to the point where I think it was what, like 25 or $35 for a weekend for full access. Yeah. Um, yeah, I remember that, you know, and so that got you X amount of dollars per event that would cover, you know, just that event. Like it's, you know, it's not a small thing to set all that stuff up and be out there and, you know, you're paying for, you know, there's a lot of, you can go, there's a lot of stuff as media. I'm sure you guys know the costs. You know, oh yeah. Oh that, yeah. The, the equipment way alone, too high. Yeah. Plus you got, <laughs> you got like three or two, two to four guys on the field. You got Lauren Kelly on the sideline. I mean, you got everybody in like, post-production doing doing working all, all the levels and stuff yeah i mean it's it's a, it's yeah. a full squadron of guys to, to get it done right yeah so you know that's the the big difference is there between you know looking at the subscription model which is go sports and then the pay-per-view which was pba was you know you need a, a more solid revenue stream to be coming in to be able to produce stuff and so that's where go sports made a big change kind of settings. If you, you can kind of look at like Netflix where you can log in and go sports, if you have an account and you can scroll through. And I believe go sports has everything that PB access did anything that yeah. was done by, by PSP and, that access to. So that's what that kind of gets you behind the paywalls access to any and every, unless it's, you know, obviously it's already, it's already on YouTube for free, but yeah. all that content. And then the, you know, the constant creation or hopeful constant creation and development of new things ultimate shootout being one of those things, right? Where yeah. they're looking to do that through go sports and trying to find a way to do it. And that's just the struggle that was, you know, it's, it's not cheap to do these things and it has to be paid for by somebody. 
And unfortunately, the way the industry and the league, um, more so the industry, not, I mean, the league has been, has actually been slowly getting better, but you know, the league isn't really paying for Go Sports. They're separate entities. Go Sports yeah. is its own company that has nothing to do with the NXL. And that's one of the misconceptions too, is like GI doesn't own the NXL anymore. GI doesn't own Go Sports. Richmond is on the board for, for GI, but is no longer the CEO or the president. That's Billy. So, you know, where everything was once tied together, there's a very clear, even at the office, you know, we're, we're in two separate parts. Uh, there's a very clear separation and a line drawn between what is one thing and what is the other. If I want someone from Go Sports to do something for me, I have to put in a request in and they bill us. They bill GI for, you know, yeah. what has to be done. So, yeah. so but does Go Sports own the rights for like the streaming rights, like for the webcast for, for NXL? Like how, how, how does, how does that work? That's between them and the NXL. You know, I don't know, you know, uh, GI in Richmond don't own any part of the NXL anymore. Yeah. They sold that off. They were both big investors when the league started and helped get it, get the, get the ball rolling. So, you know, Darren, Cena, you know, they have to get together with, with Dave and Bart. Um, Gotcha. You know, and figure out what, what they want to do in Tom and negotiate that. Uh, you know, the NXL has run their own webcast in Europe, you know, and I think they've, they've found that it's a little expensive and, you know, there were a lot of times they didn't have commentators, you know, they didn't, they didn't have actual yeah. cameramen. So. I was in the booth I, I, of bad angles in Amsterdam. <laughs> I was there. Oh yeah. I mean, it was, it was tough. That was, that was a buddy event. That wasn't that fun. Oh, yeah. It looked <laughs> so, awesome. So, I, it was fun. I I played it and I was going to do photos and I took like seven pictures. It was like, <laughs> I, I got, I got a picture of golden state. That's it. I've caught it. Right <laughs> um, so we've been talking about the you know, webcast and all that. And we know that everyone has an idea of how to improve it, but we don't really know what your ideas might be. We know that, you know, there's always things you can do to improve them. What do you think would be a way to improve it? If possible. Um, I mean, it's it's tough to say i mean i think the the this geez the easiest way to, that would make it easier on everyone on the webcast and the way you could kind of dive a little bit deeper would just be simply eliminating split deck to allow okay. more you know what i mean like you, if you yeah. could focus on you know just two teams and dive into it and have that full two minutes or you know let's be realistic let's just call it a minute between points because that that, that can happen yeah. Um, and focus on those two teams and tell the story and show and give more backstory to it. Where, you know, if I know X Factor and the Armin are playing, the next 30 minutes are guaranteed to be just about them. Then that means um, I can go and get interviews and get shots on those guys and feature them for that. I can go and I can go to X Factor Paintball Park or, you know, I can go to Die and I can go to uh, Eclipse and say, hey, these two powerhouse teams are playing each other. You know, do you want to sponsor this segment or run ads during this match where you're actually going to have time where you know that your product will be featured, uh, you know, during this, during this segment and it, for 30 minutes, anyone watching is going to see it. There's a, I understand why split deck is needed. Um, I get it. I don't, you know, it doesn't bother me one way or another, but if the webcast for a viewing thing where you're going to, you know, you can focus on just two teams playing, yeah. I think that would make it easier. I think you, you can get a little bit more out of it and do a better job of storytelling and build people up and build the story of a team up. Um, one thing I think that would be cool for the webcast is uh, 
and Darren's wanted to do this is allow him or allow the 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 allow Ghost Sports to create the layout. Ooh. Jason yeah. creates layouts based on what he thinks will be good for players to play. I, I, and I'm not saying he doesn't create layouts based on uh we're supposed to be in bed. Yeah. yeah. I will come in your room when I'm done. Okay, I love you. Oh my god. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Oh, you can totally have a kiss. Mm-hmm. Okay. That's some wholesome um, content right there. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> yeah. Um, love you. But so, you know, one of the things I can, you know, I can attest to is the layout would come out as soon as I got done playing it. Um, I would report back to Darren and he'd be like, hey, so what do you think? Knowing that where we have to put the scaffolding and how we set up cameras, you know, what do you think a good angle is? Um, so we would, we would talk about that. Hey, how did this side play? How does that side play? Um, where should the focus be? Okay, cool. Get to the event after the two weekends of play. And one of my jobs and responsibility was to set up the scaffolding and move them around with Pev and have Darren stand up there, Arthur stand up there to get a good idea of, you know, what camera angle is going to capture all that stuff that needs to be captured. So you can't, I can't be like, oh, we missed that. You know, got to be able to see the back five lines, see where people make moves. You know, there's a lot that goes into that. So there's been discussion about, hey, why not let Ghost Sports create a layout? And this is where, I don't know, would this be public? Like, hey, Ghost Sports made this layout and not the NXL? Like, who knows? That's a whole other bag of cats. But that would be kind of cool because if you create something that actually, you know, you could build around, this is where if these bunkers are set here, you can get this perfect camera angle to capture this or capture that. and build out, you know, camera angles I've never seen before. Obviously in Vegas, we, you know, the, the cable cam worked out really well. Yeah, that's that's a nice little touch right there. Um, yeah, I think like three or four years ago, we were in Europe at the last event in Paris. And we tried to do that. And it didn't work out quite as well as we would have liked. But obviously since then, technology has changed. It was whenever the CS1 came out. So it was like 20, 2016, maybe. Man, was that really four years ago? Yeah, you're telling me, dude. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Um, yeah. So yeah, I mean, it, you know, th- there could be some different camera angles, but that's you're you're restricted to, you know, the league has been nice and the setup crew has been nice because of the boom. Like when we had to put when we put that on the snake side or the pit side, mm-hmm. there needed you needed to have more room there. Now it's on the back side, but you can only put it in one area, you're only gonna get that angle from that one side of the field. The caber cam you know gives another um perspective of things Dorito side cameras people always want that and there's there's definitely like a reason why it's you know that's been fought against to keep it simple because the one thing yeah hey who watches the webcasts people who play paintball but if i were to pitch this to espn or to someone to show it to to viewers that have never seen paintball before you want to put it in the simplest terms so they're not confused about why is the camera angle flipping from one thing to another yeah Um, you know yeah it makes a lot it makes a lot of sense yeah, you want to make you want to make it you know simpler, simple for viewing. Yeah, let let go sports and Darren's been a big and seen that been a big proponent of this is controlling. We tried this and I was in the meeting in Montreal with it was between the Millennium and the NXL is controlling the, the ball color, making it so it was that neon. Oh, like, so it was easier to see them. Yeah, easier to see, you know. But you know that that's one of those things where you can't control the paint manufacturers that are sponsored to do that. That was a headache. Uh, making it so that the pro field that had the webcast bigger as in more room in the perimeter, but that, you know, there's restrictions there. 
so there, I mean, there's, there's, I don't know, there's a, there's a quite a few things. I think if we could eliminate split deck, it would help the, it would help the webcast out. Um, but it's, it's one of those things where you have to ask the viewer, you know, what do you as fans of paintball that like to sit there and watch it and want to see, you know, I'm lucky where I get to just show I'm there. I watch almost all the games at the field in person. So, you know, I, I, I don't need to go back and rewatch it unless I'm scouting a team. Like I'll, I've gone back and watched games, but I've seen them all. Yeah. So, so you yeah. have an idea of what to look for anyway. Yeah. You know, and I've been lucky enough where in all the years I've been playing, I missed Chicago last year because of, you know, this one was being born. Can't so like, there. That's a pretty good reason to miss yeah. Chicago. Yeah. You rot a little, we won that event too. <laughs> um, I mean, but like that's where I can appreciate watching games. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. I don't, I find myself at these events. If you're someone that's at home that is, you know, and you don't get to go to these events, what do you like? That's the, that's the people you need to pull is like, Oh, you know, I wish if they just had a better or more overhead shots or, you know, yeah, I, there's, I, don't know. I mean, I think that the cable cam is a great start. I mean, it gives you guys more angles, more viewing. Oh, I'm sorry. Oh, um, you. oh okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's more angles more viewing i mean it's 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 all around different i mean the one thing that i wish that the nxl would do and i think that would help for viewership especially for people that are new is what they do with uh ncpa with the different colored bunkers for the different sections of the field so i always, I always thought they did that great and, uh, yeah webcast of college nationals maddie thought of the same thing but i never yeah. understood why the nxl never really adopted that it's that's definitely been talked about. It's just one of those things where if you if you you have to know way ahead of time what bunkers you're going to use. Yeah. Where so yeah. if if we if we were to say 2020 was going smoothly and there was no <coughs> coronavirus or whatever, <laughs> they would have had to had all five layouts built out by the start of the season so the order can go in. And those bunkers that need to be, you know, whatever color they need to be can be made. Um, And so that's, you know, that's just something that hasn't happened. However, Jason is the commissioner of the league decides to to create the layouts. It's one of those things where I don't think he creates them that far in advance. And I know he likes to go out there and set layouts up and play them and, and use people to test stuff out to make sure it works. And you just realistically, where we're at, we can't create, you know, those bunkers can't be made that quickly with the yeah. colors that need to be done. Um, and it's been talked about, they've looked at putting, putting stuff over the bunkers, coloring the bunkers, coloring the, the ground. Um, uh, it's, it's, trust me, we've looked at overlays, you know, for the webcast to be able to make mm-hmm. it. So like you would see the line in football, right? The line of scrimmage or the, yeah. yeah, not to get a first down, but it's just, we're not there yet. Um, it's, and it's not to say that it can't happen. Tom, Tom, I think, was live today, and he says by Thanksgiving they're going to release the dates for next year. Oh, that's nice! Wow, by yeah, that's so, early. That's that's like, early. It's, that's really yeah, early. They're, they're trying. They've had some time to sit and think. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. 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 yeah, only a few months. Yeah. So, uh, you know, if Jason, you know, a lot of pro players and people have been creating mock layouts. If Jason looks at those and goes, "Hey, these could work." then maybe that's something that, you know, if they say, Hey, we're going to use, and I, I don't not that they need to announce this because it's going to create all sorts of, well, who knows, good press, bad press, but they might be able to just use some of those layouts that have been created and just say, Hey, we're going to commit to these for next year. And then, you know, create those colored bunkers. 
I like it. I think it's, I think it's a great idea. I think the NCPA was a, it was a genius idea for doing it to have a red zone or have bunkers colored certain, certain ways. Um, yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's my, I mean, I live in New Jersey. So like whenever I went down for college nationals, my parents always watched like one, maybe two matches. And that was the thing that they picked it up. He's like, Oh, he's, he's, he's in the red zone. He's at the 50. He's in a good spot where he's all the way in the back and like the gray zone. It's like, I don't know if he might not be doing that well, but I mean, it, it definitely made explaining it, especially even to like a bunch of my friends that don't know paintball and stuff. They're the, the progression of how, people right. move and utilizing these different sections and the, the importance yeah. of these different parts of the field. Yeah. And we talked about just ha- even having, you know, that the, the, the MPPL used to do this where they would have the yard lines painted, right. They had a red zone where they would actually yeah. put the ground down. Oh yeah. I mean, we'll get there. We'll get there. I mean, hope, I, I, I think with enough people speaking up and especially kind of, getting that forum and especially i think it does need to come from go sports it's like what what are people looking for how do we make a better webcast um whether it's just for the people watching or trying to expand that audience um making that open forum might be the thing that pushes it over the line maybe maybe so i mean there's always those logistical issues on the back end like like you said for the bunkers like we don't have enough time to make a layout and then get these colored bunkers set up but i, I as long as the discussion is open I, I think that's progress yeah no it's always there i mean people are always leaving comments um and it's it's one of those things too where you know not all these ideas are original ideas like they've all come up before they've been implemented um a lot of people have drawn this stuff from other sports it's just a matter of you know, and it's, it does come down to it's whether it's a sad thing or just the way it is, it comes down to money. Like, is this going to bring in more viewership or will it help? Um, a lot of people say yes. And it's just one of those things where you got to go out there and test it and commit to doing it for a full year and being yeah. able to measure, being able to measure that like, Hey, did this work? Did it not work? Did it make a difference? And I, I don't know that the, you know, go sports or even the league are set up to do that as of yet. And unfortunately, 2020 is pretty much, you know, it's a lot. Is not going to work out very well. But <laughs> no, no, it's just yeah. a race 2020 and next year's 2020. We're back in 2019. Yeah. Oh, man, that'd be great. <laughs> and that was a pretty long answer for a pretty easy question, I thought. <laughs> <laughs> Go to bed. So, um, Rob, I know you had a question that you really wanted to ask. So I know that <gasps> you asked it. Yeah, yeah. I mean, Kind of getting a little bit more in the hypotheticals. Uh, in your dream matchup, your dream commentating matchup, who would you want to commentate? And this could be in any format you choose. Ten man, seven man, hyper pipe, woods, old school X-ball with the penalty box, which is personally my favorite. Love These can be teams that never play each other because they're, they were defunct before other teams. Just your dream yeah. team's so dream matchup. Set up like the, like the, the best matchup ever and be able to talk about it. Yeah, exactly. That's not yeah. fair. I want to be playing. No, you're commentating. Uh, you're commentating. Yeah. You're a commentator. <laughs> I mean, it, it's, it's, I think it's crazy. You say that because like, it's one of those things where I, I look at it in two different ways. Like it's always depressing to be like commentating the finals because like, man, I, I want to be out there playing, but at the same time in Maddie, we've, it's funny, Todd, we've, we're every finals we've, we've commentated no matter what term it is. Like, oh, how can any, 
how could any game get any crazier? You know, what could happen where the Russians make this crazy comeback or, geez, I think it was in the Russians, Chicago, like 20, 2012, or like J-Rab, you know, runs down the field and bunkers out Glenn in the middle while Oliver's still in the snake and hangs, the, hangs it. And then, yep. then there it goes into overtime and, and uh, Brindikoff bunkers out Stephen Pitts to win the tournament for the Russians. Like this yeah. stuff just keeps happening. So, yeah. That was the uh, Danny Manhattan video, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. I don't know. I don't know if you're like super into like just like paintball montages and edits and stuff, but I forgot who made it. But it was like this most probably one of the at least to to me and like a bunch of my friends, like one of the most watched like paintball videos out there. Oh yeah, there's a, there's a dude. There's a lot of them, and that's one of those things that I think it'd be cool. I don't know that there's like any teams that I would say like stand out to me. It's that's the, that's the beauty of it is the buildup of what a team has to get through um, to get to the finals to play. So if they've made it, they've earned it in some way or shape or form. So, you know, to me, it, it wouldn't matter what team it is. It would be cool to be able to go back and do and give games that you like, I can remember waiting around in my local paintball store for the next, you know, trauma had VHS tape to come out. Right. Yeah. We didn't, we didn't have, you know, games weren't live streamed. There was no videos, you know, online really. So to be able to go back and give any of those old school 10 man matches that I came up watching commentary would be sweet. Whether it was dynasty playing in the open division before they could play in the NXL, um, you know, back when the NXL happened 2003, 2004 to geez, the, the last world cup when, or even the put go back to push and Sunday drivers, all those games, yeah. any of those tournaments throughout those two seasons that, you know, you never got the full scope of what was happening. If you could put, if I could put myself in, in, in a booth, like we have for any of the matches on a 10 man field where I could see it and commentate it, which would be just pandemonium. I couldn't imagine. Crazy. I mean, the ICC that I've done with Maddie the last two years was crazy enough. But to be able to do any of those legendary games of those teams and call them out, that would be that would be my dream. It wouldn't matter who was playing who. To be able to do a full weekend of that, to where it was captured and recorded, and we can go back and watch it in the clarity that we have today. Oh man, that would be awesome. Can't, you can't beat it. No, it would, yeah. it would. That would elevate. I think that's one of the things too. That that's the joy of the webcast and what it's allowed people to have is you can go back and you could search individuals and find clips of them from the webcast. You know, it's, yeah, it's it's a nice resource to have. And I know there are a few people that were I can't remember his name, but he does stuff for or did stuff for the UFC and he did stuff for PBA. And they have a library where you could search, you know, certain fighters' names and their fight and you know UFC. 27 or whatever the numbers are and it will bring it up and it will bring up clips and highlights you know if we had those resources that would be sick and we're it's slowly but truly working its way that way but just gotta yeah. get there yeah it's a process gotta get get gotta <laughs> so get. um if you had you know just anybody in the world your dream guest commentator would you choose someone from like football soccer you know like who is your dream oh. co-commentator God, I have no idea. I don't even know any other commentators. Everyone <laughs> hates Joe Buck, so I can't say him because that'd be weird. <laughs> like when you like Harry Carey. I'm, I'm a Chicago guy, and the Cubs. I'll take Harry Carey. I want Harry <laughs> Carey to do the seventh inning stretch at a paintball tournament, <laughs> which I guess would be the seventh. We call it the seventh match stretch. 
Oh man, that would be good. The, the match right after or before lunch. <laughs> yeah, right. yeah. And then no, your next one would be, then your next area would be Joe Buck, right? No, oh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm trying to think of like who, like I can't remember the guy's name, but he would always do the Olympics. Uh, I don't know. Just trying to think of those voices that I can try to remember from stuff. I don't know. I First commentator, anyone. I always think of is John Madden. I, oh yeah, he's my immediate go-to if whatever I think of a commentator is John Madden. You know Joe Rogan. His oh, he would no. be pretty fun to do stuff with. I think he, I think he would. Joe Rogan cool. would be funny. He'd be, he'd be fun to to be yeah, next to. He would be like walking down the pits. It's like, hey man, it's a great match out there. You ever tried DMT? Just <laughs> <laughs> just like you're really gonna expand your mind, and who knows what you'll see out on that field. Yeah, or like it, or, you know what? Not even a commentator. Imagine like Kevin Hart. Oh my <laughs> god! Yeah, <laughs> a comedian. <laughs> Oh you see God. him being like uh, taking Laura Kelly's spot, just standing up next to Sergey, just like, yes, can I get a, can I get a quote? <laughs> yeah, right. You, you know, you, you got to lean down a little bit. I can't reach. That would be funny. That would be good. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I mean, as you've commentated a bunch of games throughout the years, I mean, who has been your favorite player to watch and commentate? And who has been, I don't want to say hated, but your least favorite player to watch or commentate. It don't have to be a bad person or player, just someone that yeah. you might not want to, you know, maybe they, they kill everyone so fast. You can't call them out in time or whatever, just who you, you don't like commentating because you're not able to do it as well or whatever you feel like. Oh, well, I, uh, so what is that? Like a three. So favorite people to commentate. It's, uh, I mean, my friends, the people I grew up with, you know, when Chris Ocene was playing uh, Drew Templeton, um, people, you know, my brother-in-law, Cody, people that I know, and I have, I know what they, how good they are and I want them to do well. And it's one of those things too, where I think in, in being able to play pro and being able to play with the people I have, being able to be a little bit harder on them because I, like they're my peers. And so a lot of them are my friends. So I don't know that one person individually stands out as like a favorite because on every team say for so like i mean i i don't know anyone really all that well on level um you know some of the younger teams but there's always someone that i pull for or individuals i pull for that i know on a more personal level that i you know maybe i'll be more i guess not not so much biased but i'll talk about them more it's easier it's just a way yeah. to gravitate yeah. towards yeah. those people yeah. so those are you know my friends are, are those people and it's easier to make jabs at them and, you know, like, and talk a little shit because like, that's, hey, that's, Cause you can. I mean, yeah. friends talk shit to each other. I mean, that's what are they going to do about, about being friends? Yeah. And I, I'm on the webcast and you're not, so deal with it. Like, what are you going to do? They're, they're not going to know until after the event when you're <laughs> yeah, safe. You home. won't know until later tonight when you're watching the webcast. So, um, those are, you know, there's that. And then on the opposite end of the spectrum, you know, people I don't like commentating, it's, it would be, it's almost in that same instance. It's when the people that I'm friends with aren't doing well, or they, they just blow it. And like, you don't, because you, you have to be, and I try to be this way. I try to be as fair and as neutral as possible um, against everybody. Like you, you don't have the choice. You have to talk bad about them. You have to be like, yeah, you blew it. Like you shouldn't have done this. You shouldn't have done that. And it's, it's one of those things where it's easy for me to say, because I'm in the best seat in the house and I can mm -hmm. see everything. So I don't know. You, I know more than you do. But at the same time too, though, you know, as a player, it's like, well, 
if I'm going to say this, I have to believe that if I was out there in that situation, I could do it. I would have done it right. Or I would have done it better than what they were doing. So it's kind of an interesting spot to be in, but I'm not, you know, one against one person or the other, you know, fans or, yeah, I don't, I guess I don't, I don't, I, I hate everyone equally. or like (laughs) everyone equally. There's no one that's, you know, better. There's no bias. Yeah. There's, it's not like, Oh God, infamous is coming up. This is going to be, you know, this is going to be terrible because that's one of the great things too, is that, sorry. Good. You don't know what you're going to get when you get out there on the paintball field, yeah. going into a tournament. Those first matches, the second matches, um, you know, it's one of those things where you, you know, you, you see what the my fan wagon predictions are. Yeah, wake up, wake up, to bed. Um, you see what the predictions are. You see what, uh, what you think, what you you know what's going to happen, and then and then it doesn't happen. Yeah, I mean, I saw a lot of people not thinking that NRG and Level were thinking that they were going to do horrible, and they they did pretty well. I mean, they they weren't all the way down at the bottom like a lot of people were saying. Uh, I mean, I have a I have a buddy that plays on Level, and I I mean, I I watched and played against him when he played at Penn State. So wow. <laughs> yeah, yeah, go like when I started doing. Uh, media nxls and he was still playing semi-pro i was like oh no way i haven't seen you in like four or five years like you moved out like way out in like pittsburgh or like ohio or whatever and now like you got a wife and stuff like this is crazy back i mean last time i saw you was college nationals and you're shotgunning a beer so talk about (laughs) talk about like even personal development (laughs) let let alone paintball yeah i mean it's it's again i've never and I've, I've learned this from just from playing is, you know, you can never underestimate who you're playing against, whether they're new, um, old, what roster changes have happened. And it's one of those things where, um, it's, it's definitely something that I've learned from watching games first and having to play in the afternoon, you know, tournament starts, it's Friday. The first set of games are going to happen, which I think is a blessing to play in the afternoon to be able to watch teams and, and scout how people are doing certain things and pick up on those tendencies or, or, or something new. Um, and you know, you, you can, if you completely write a team off and you go, Whoa, these guys are playing pretty good. Yeah. You know what I mean? I didn't see that coming. So that's, I think that's kind of gotten me to the point where it's, I don't, I don't have a, I don't like or dislike anyone more than anybody else. Uh, I mean, I probably, if it was Sunday and we didn't make it on and let's just say infamous is, is on. And then I go back to, you know, when it's Drew Templeton and Chris O'Sean, it's an old, older infamous from like five years ago or six years ago. Yeah. I'm going to pull for those guys. And they're going to be my favorites over oh, geez, I don't know who else it would, I, I play with so many people. Like I can't think of like, who would I want them to beat? Like <laughs> I don't like, uh, just say one know. of the younger teams. You don't know any of them. Yeah. 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 One of those, <laughs> yeah, exactly. one of the team was at the time that team. Crap. That's. I mean, that's the only. I think that's the only way I could. I'm trying to think. I don't know. I want to be like meaner. Like, yeah, I hated these guys. <laughs> <laughs> no, you're you're good. You have you're having great answers. Um, so we we did want to ask you because I know you you're you know Florida local. You know about MVPS. You know about the web, the webcast they do and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Um, how do you feel like? How do you feel they're able to actually put on a free webcast? Like, obviously, it's not as high budget as Go Sports or anything, but they are still doing it. 
Uh, how do you feel they could improve it? What do you think needs to bring them to the next level? How do you feel about it? Well, I mean, uh, if, you know, Alex and I don't know, I don't know who else, who is actually running it or organizing it for him and doing the logistics, but you know, um, they, they, everything seems to be pretty successful, you know, and in the times that they've done it, I've been there. It's well, the beginning of this year, you know, go sports was there and I was there for the combine. So I didn't get to pay much attention to it. And everything I did do that wasn't the combine was go sports. Um, but I've seen some of the stuff that they've redone uh, and it looks, it's pretty simple. And it's what's, that's the great thing. And that's one of the things that I think people it's easy to criticize and be like, well, this isn't like go sports. Like it's not supposed to be dude. It's a free webcast where you can tune in and watch games in a simple form. And if you know the game, you're a fan of it, you play in the league, like don't complain. You know what I mean? So yeah. What can they do to improve? I mean, they can, the, the only thing that they, should focus on is figuring out the best way to manage um, the money and the resources they have available to them and balancing that between the league and the webcast, because that's the one thing too, that, you know, a lot of people didn't know, or maybe still don't know is that go sports is not the league. Like the league is, is not paying for it. So you saw what happened. If you look at Europe, when go sports didn't go to Europe, what was the webcast? It was what the NXL could afford and do. And it was very different. Was it free? Yeah, it was free, but that came at a cost. So, you know, was that good enough for some people? Absolutely. Did people, other people want more and then learn to appreciate what the $8 a month they were spending for go sports got them? Yeah, they did. So, you know, what can the league do? You know, I haven't, I honestly said, I have to listen in, you know, did they have commentators for every match? Did they have rosters? Did they know people's names? Uh, do they have the right teams up there? Was there graphics for a scoreboard? You know, those are, those are some of the small things that aren't there. They're not small by any measure because they take a lot of work, but as long as they have, as long as they have at least two to three decent cameras that can cover the whole field. And I think the commentators have a good field of vision to give accurate information to the people watching live at home. That's all you, that's all you really need. You know, that's it. That's fair. Completely fair. Yeah. 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 And you know, Hey, maybe they can have a donation box or a way where people can chip in and donate some money so they can take, you know, and I don't know how transparent they would be with it, but they can take that money and apply it towards building out a better webcast and then go, Hey, you know, first event MVPS one, thanks for your charitable donations. You know, we, we, we raised $600. Uh, we were able to, you know, to build out this or you know, put, we bought another camera and this is what's cameras going to go. So shout out to, you know, all your teams and fans of the league that were able to do that. Yeah. Really cool. Good answer. Yeah. Take it to the bank. Yeah. I, I like that idea. Uh, I mean, like I, I've tuned in for, for some of their stuff before. I mean, it's, it's pretty simple. And what's nice is that they normally pull like high divisional players for commentators. So, I mean, they know the game. I mean, Daniel, Daniel Pena play on like RCK and stuff. And I think they pulled like some of the guys from like Jits and Zudell plays on the Jits. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, they, they're all not anymore. They might. Oh, he doesn't play. Ooh. He plays for, um, what is it? Blackout. <gasps> the D two team that just won uh just won Vegas, he plays for them now. Wow! I don't crazy. know any of these teams. I live here. <laughs> no worries. But um, you need to come out to CFP. It's only like I four hours from where you are. Yeah, I'll be. I'll see you tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I mean, as long as you pull people that under know and understand the game, like even though they might not know players' names, they can still break down certain moves and like what people are doing wrong and doing right. 
So I, I think they have a good foundation, but exactly what you said, um, managing their little, little bit of money, maybe try to get some charitable donations if they want to try to improve it. I mean, you'll see how the Florida community really reacts to it. Um, if, if they really try to pull for those charitable donations. But yeah, it's, it's one of those things though too. Like <clears throat> you, people just have to be realistic. Like, you know, if, if I'm the league and like I, I, you're, they have to know what their cost is to do this, to set up, to tear down for the equipment, for the people, um, you know, and if it gets to the point where it's, you know, it's costing them money and it's not sustainable, if you're not making money, you're not sustainable. And if they're losing money on that end, or if they're going over budget, like it's, it's you gotta, you know what I mean? Like tell the people like, Hey, look, we want to be able to do this for you, but this is the cost. And right yeah. now, like it's, you know, we just can't afford to do it. So, you know, that's where I say in, in asking for anything that they can get, we're trying to figure out a way to raise some money for it. It's probably good, but you know, it's, it's also a testament to <clears throat> if the league is successful and the league is able to sustain what they have, and build out a plan for the year and go, Hey, you know, if we've made any extra money here, where's that money going to go? You know, is it going to go towards the netting towards running out air toward, you know, to, to tents? There's, you know, there's costs associated with a lot of stuff. So I, I, I think it say as long as it works out and again, it sucks because this, this year is kind of a wash for everybody and no one's going to know what worked or what didn't work. Yeah. Um, or be able to really get a good test for, what they thought would happen. Um, but no, I think they're, they're on the right track. Um, any league that can, can do it in one way or another, whether it's just going, you know, connecting your phone to a hotspot and going live on your phone and being able to talk about it, you're providing content to people that aren't playing that can see it. And as long as they share it and it can be talked about, then you're helping, you're helping grow. Well, you're helping advertise people. I don't know that you're growing anything, but it's one of those things where in the day, the day and age that we live in, the accessibility to be able to show this stuff off. The thing to say to people is don't be so quick to judge. Just accept yeah. it for what it is and enjoy it because yeah. <laughs> you could just be sitting at home not doing it because obviously you're not playing paintball if you're sitting down watching it. So, well, Especially if yeah. it's free. If you complain about something that's free, there's something wrong with you, not with them. Yeah. Yeah. There you go. Hashtag. <laughs> So we've kind of uh, finished up with like the really, really serious questions, stuff like that. Oh, no, no. Problem. <laughs> no problem. Once again, to the other ones. Yeah. No, I mean, yeah, I mean, for a while, your face has kind of been plastered all over the internet. I mean, like, how do you feel about like all these memes and stuff just coming out of your beard or just like whatever. I mean, there's that picture of Houston when you're on Houston heat, like pointing at the camera, which was like turned into oh, meat for like forever. I, I want you to sure. Nine Oh one, nine one paintball, baby. <laughs> um, well, it's just one, of, I, it's one of those things that, um, I'm a social person and I enjoy interacting with people. I enjoy teaching paintball. Um, and I think I've kind of, like, it's been an interesting road for me because there was like becoming pro playing, getting involved in the industry and working in the industry from the bottom and doing shipping and receiving, uh, do you know, the webcast definitely when you, you know, you, you get put on, on the webcast and you're talking about paintball. It's one of those things where I was kind of thrust into the limelight. Um, 
and then working more in the industry and becoming an industry rep, selling, you know, selling stuff, um, being the go-to person. If something happens, if something happens to you for GI empire, JT or Tipman, like I'm typically the person that responds, whether I'm responding as the company on Instagram or Facebook, or someone tags me in a thread. Um, so it's easy for that stuff to happen. It's, it's a love hate thing. Like it's just like, I don't care. Shout out paintball standard. Keep it up. Like I love it. <laughs> I mean, create more stuff, create something original. Don't do fan submissions. Okay. I want the real thing. I want another Modelo. Okay. <laughs> that championship. Okay. That's going to set me up for the next event. Yeah. I was actually about to ask that. How is that face off with the paintball standard? And will you release his information on who he is? No, no, no. I'm not releasing anything. It's, and it's not just one person. Okay. Oh, it's never, okay. it's oh. never just one person. Um, but that was funny because like I, I, I met them right before that as a, like an apology for something, or I don't even remember what happened. And, uh, and then I tried to give them a shout out in the stands when I was playing. Paintball standard, woo! <laughs> um, but it's, it's one of those, it's, it, it's easy to become bitter with the things that are said, but you just have to realize that it, it, it you know, it gets reactions out of people and it's kind of funny. Uh, and so like a lot of it I've embraced and, you know, I mean, I, we won, we won yeah. Vegas. So it was, you know, they can say 20 champs at this point. Yeah, they, can say yeah. what, they can say what they want about you, but know what you won pro. So yeah. <laughs> One of those things too. Like I definitely get drawn into a lot of stuff online um, and probably say stuff or too much more than I should. But it's it's a it's a thing when I get when I get into paintball and I look at I've learned the things that I've learned being involved in the industry, going to tournaments and setting up. Um, you know, people just don't know, and they don't they, they speak from lack of experience uh, or just ignorance. And there was a time when I was doing the social media for GI and GI only before you know GI bought Titman or Key and all that stuff happened where the company policy was don't respond. Don't say anything because it's not worth getting dragged into an internet, internet battle with people. And the problem I've had with that is if you let people keep saying stuff over and over and over again, pretty soon people are just going to assume it's the truth. Yeah. You know? And there's a lot of stuff that, you know, is said or isn't said that's blown up online. Um, and a, a lot of people that I feel could have said things or, presented more facts just haven't and i struggle with that and it's one of the positions i'm in and whether that's you know dealing with stuff on you know the paintball standard and memes and, and whatnot or uh you know a lot of stuff i'm involved in now is stuff with jt and i've you know there's there's been a lot of back and forth on stuff like that uh in that area but you know, i'm not going to sit back and be quiet about it and it, if it comes to responses from from gi and billy's been really awesome and john and and Rab and Opie and, and Richmond, you know, before he left, where they would give me the freedom to go on and speak on behalf of the company to certain topics. Other things they told me to shut the hell up on and don't say anything, but um, it's a give and take. It, it is. And it's just one of those things you have to, like, and I've, I don't know how many times I've written stuff out and just delete it and go like, this isn't worth getting involved in. Other times it is. And you want people to, to put the truth out there um, or to have the truth out there and know the story and know what's going on. Uh, because at one point, um, you know, it's, it's goes back to, uh, well, the dark Knight or whatever it was where, uh, I don't know if it's even the dark Knight, but Harvey Dent, you know, what's his face as a line, you know, you live yeah. yourself, you know, you live long enough to see yourself become the villain yeah. or you die a hero. 
right? Ghost of Dark Knight. In, yeah. So Impact, does it, one of the Yakimex say that? Uh, when Impact, everyone, so Impact, everyone loved Impact. They started winning. Yeah. They're, everyone became a fan and then they kept winning. And they kept winning. Everyone's like, well, we hate Impact. We want someone to beat Impact. And it's like, well, what, you know, what, what changed? When GI came onto the scene, everyone loved him. There was a bunch of love there. And then all of a sudden, <laughs> everyone hates GI. It's like, wait a minute. <laughs> What happened? Like, oh, you ruined PayPal. You bought everything. You sued everybody. I'm like, now nah, that's actually been happening forever. You just, you know, now that everyone can go on their phone and people can write whatever they want, you know, you just take that as, as the truth. Yeah. You know, that's or, or, you know mis- misinformation. So it's, it's kind of like that. Like, you know, you, you, you were the hero for a few years and now you're the villain and you can't do anything right. As far but, as the suing goes and all that, that's just people just like to, to bicker. Every every company in the world sues oh, yeah. every other company if, if they steal their stuff. And it, I mean, what, look what happened. Valken, when they started suing people, they after they laid off after they fired Damien and then started suing people, everyone started hating Valken. If it, if someone steals your steals your intellectual property, you're gonna sue them. That's just how things work. Yeah, because if you don't do that, then you lose your intellectual property. Yeah. <laughs> so I mean, Apple sued Samsung. Samsung has sued Apple. Is Samsung and Apple ruining the iPhone community? You. <laughs> so I just don't get people just like to bicker. Well, yeah, yeah. it is what it is. Yeah. Um. All right. Any other have, questions? Yeah, we have. Yeah, we have two more. Um. What's up with the, everyone's fascination with your beard? Just curious. It just, it just grows, and I haven't done anything to it. I don't know. It's, I mean, every, I everybody know. I know, it's Nick Sloyak's beard. That's that's it. They they know who you are, of course. They know that, but it's the beard. That's. And yeah, when you shave it, it's completely different, and everyone doesn't know it's you. And thank God, <laughs> I'm gonna have to do that soon. I look like I'm 12. Shave Feel free to face. do it right now. I mean, we're we're Ooh, watching. We'll, yeah, yeah we'll li- watching. We'll li- I'll live stream that. That's fine. Play <laughs> <laughs> a whole event. Yeah, maybe next time, boys. <laughs> um, no worries. I don't know. So before that, it was I just had these crazy sideburns. Yes, there, I do remember that. Somewhere. Um. I don't know. I guess it's I'm not it's not as popular as Thomas Taylor's Mohawk. It's just it's easy to do. I don't have to take care of it. I just <laughs> it's pretty fair. Eat food and shower and wash it and then just grows gotta, a little bit longer. Gotta, gotta like comb out the food like after a meal. No, I say no, that's a snack later. Yeah, exactly. I, was, I was a snack. Mm-hmm. Was, yeah, that's a good point. Mm-hmm. Um and, and I guess kind of like for for our last for our last final question. Um if anybody really wanted to to try to work on the webcast or get into um, ghost sports or like, it doesn't even have to be ghost sports or like just broadcast broadcasting for like some of these smaller tournaments or just like even another sport, like how, how does one go about trying to obtain that opportunity? I mean, like, I know that you, 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 you've done it all on the back end of paintball but for for somebody new they're playing maybe one in nxl they play some regional leagues and they see it's like that that'd be a cool thing um how, how does somebody do that uh i mean it's it's one of those things where uh you know if you have a resume if you're looking to work for go sports um you know i will give you darren's inf- i have to numerous people that have, have emailed in or messaged go sports and ask, like, hey, email Darren. You know, he's he's runs it. He can make those decisions. But if, you know, say we were at an NXL event this weekend or just today or whatever, 
and you walked up to the go sports booth and you said, Hey, you know, I'm like, I'm looking to do this. Well, it's, it's one of those things where realistically, what is it, what's it going to take? It's going to take your time. Like you have to be able to, it's anything. If you want to be involved with something or, and you know, you want to go pro in paintball, you want to go pro in this, you want this is going to be your profession. You have to be able to dedicate your time to doing it. So if you, if I were, you know, someone walked up uh, and said, Hey, I want to be involved in this. Like, okay, well, you know, what, where do you live? Can you come here? Can you, you know, there, there are things I'm going to need you to do to be, if you want to be part of this, um, that are going to require sacrifices on your end, whether it's moving to Fort Lauderdale to where, you know, we're at right now, or, you know, showing us that, yeah, you have a background and a, a skill set to be able to do something. Um, you know, that, that's how, what it takes for any profession or any job, you know, do you want to be a mechanic? You can't just, you gotta, you gotta, you gotta be an apprentice. You gotta go to school. You have to learn certain things. So if someone wants to be involved with it, for one, here's the easiest thing. Ask questions. Like, don't be afraid. Whether it's online or if you find yourself at an event, you have to approach the people that run it and, show, and say, hey, I'm interested in this. These are the things that I'm looking to do. I would love to be a part of it. What do I need to do? And then you have to accept the answer. It's either one, sorry, we're, we're not hiring right now. We, uh, you know, all of our positions are filled. Love to take down your name. And or hopefully it goes, hope, love to take down your name and number. And we can contact you in the future if we need you or it's gonna be like, well, Hey, you know, like we really are looking for someone to help set up and, you know, uh, do pretty much all the shitty jobs that we're going to have to be done. But that's, you know, that's how I got my start. The basics at a warehouse, man, I was, you know, doing inventory and pulling and shipping orders. You know, I, I was, the only thing that helped me out there is I knew paintball products and I could test paint and I could say, Hey, if this paint's good, this paint's bad. And we could shoot paint on the side. And it was easy for me to talk about paintball and I, you know, cause I played it, hmm. you know? So it, that's one of those things where if you walk up and say, I love to do a thing at go sports, well, you know, what, what do you want to do? What do you want to get out of it? And you have to be able to answer those questions truthfully and be able to accept the real life answer of yes, we need you. No, we don't need you. Or, Hey, you think you want to be out there being a cameraman? Well, we need someone that can set up wires and do teardown. And that's your entry level into this position and accept it or don't. And then, figure out another path into getting into it. I don't know how to answer that on a, on a, uh, a regional level. I mean, cause I think, <laughs> I think they would take any help they could get, but you know, the structure of, of what is happening at an NXL event for ghost sports is a little bit different because they're essentially guaranteeing that they have to have everyone there. So the show can run now. Yeah. Something that just popped in my head is people are always disappearing or flaking on Cena for stats from my fan wagon. Yeah. Um, you know, a great way in the door where you're going to be involved and be front and center and involved with ghost sports on the webcast is doing stats. If you're not playing, if you know, the NXL is coming to your city and you're not playing paintball and you want to be able to be in the pro pits all weekend long, volunteer to do stats. You're going to be involved with Maddie. You're going to eat with the crew. You're going to be able to ask questions. You're going to see everything right there. And if you can commit to doing stuff like that and you do a good job, that would be, that to me would be the base level entry first position you could get to do anything with ghost sports will be doing stats you do a good job like that that's what i did holy cow look at that it's full circle man i just feel like that that's the first thing i did i did stats for maddie kill counts for maddie the and then he's like hey man you want to do the webcast like, i don't see that happening like oh hey new stack guy put your clipboard down come on up here and do this do a, you know, do a video i don't think that'll happen but you know you'll be involved and you'll be able to see how things go and learn the basics of it and if you do a good job maybe you'll gain, you'll, you know, get more responsibilities. 
You know, you'll graduate from taking the stats, you know, to being on the field and recording, presenting that information to recording that information. You'll learn how that gets input into the computer from inputting that stuff in the computer and being in the booth. You'll see how, um, well, I don't know how you'll see stuff too, because I'm not, I don't know all the technical stuff. So I can't pretend <laughs> to give you an answer on that, but you well, see that's, fair. That's, that's fair. You know, the, so the cable cam was being done, right? Arthur yeah. was doing the cable cam and him having to do the cable cam that took time away from him being on the field and getting those remote shots, those live yeah. shots on his remote cam. So, Hey, you know, from doing stats, you might be like, Oh, this is that, you know, we're doing the remote, the, the cable cam is like playing a damn video game with an Xbox. Maybe I can get good at that. So now Arthur is free to go back on the field. Okay. Now you've graduated from stats to doing the camera. You learn one camera. Hey, you do the cable cam. Here's how it gets set up and gets taken down. Hey, we'd like you to come in early to help. You know what I mean? Like it just, just it would, it would grow from there. Yeah, that's that's how I mean that's how I think it would work. It's it's the same kind of way in trying to get sponsorship from a, a field. Like go talk to the field manager and the store owner and see what you can do to help them. It's a give and take, right? What can you do to help them? You give something to them, they can give something back to you. In go sports, um, it would be time. Like you have to be able to go there and, and commit to doing something for a full weekend and helping out if you're good at it and you can go to the next event. Well, you know, they might not pay for your plane ticket, but they might cover your hotel and pay you for the day. You know, come World Cup. Next thing you know, they're flying you in. Your all your meals are free, and your your stay is free, and you're getting you're getting paid. You know, I don't know. Yeah, whatever, whatever they decide to do. Yeah. yeah. So, uh, before we wrap up, I do have to say this because you're now it's it's episode two, and you're the second guest, and this is the third Finley hat I've seen. <laughs> oh, I got dude, I got a lot of them. Most oh, I, of them I know. Here. Yeah, I have yeah. I have one. I love it, and I want to get more. But like I know Stretch, he has a ton. His wall you is have covered a ton. in Finley hats. His wall is covered. Mm-hmm. Also, so, has some really sick jerseys on that wall too. Yeah, yeah. I mean, probably not as sick as Nick's, but uh, pro- I mean, he probably does. I I used to have a pretty decent collection of pro jerseys, um, but a lot of my friends and other people have wanted them, and I've I've given a lot of that stuff away. So, like, hey, if you need a Finley hat, let me know. I'll hook you up. I hit up Jimmy and I was like, Hey man, I want to get some hats. And, uh, I bought some mm-hmm. and then he sent me a box. Like, I bought like two hats and something else, your shirt. He sent me like 10 hats. Oh man. <laughs> I was like, dude, what am I going to do? There's a reason why I only got two. <laughs> you only got to wear the two. Yeah. And I gave, I actually gave some away that day. I was in the elevator. I went home for lunch. The box showed up. I opened it up. I was like, well, this is, this is a lot of hats. <laughs> and as I was getting in the elevator to go up to the office to the fifth floor where I work, a woman got in, or a girl, woman, you know, it's like around the same age as me, got in there and was like, Why do you have so many hats? And I was like, Well, my buddy owns a hat company and he gave me a bunch of hats. Oh, it's cool. My husband collects hats. I was like, Here you go. That's <laughs> Take, easy. Take this hat. It's the company's called Finley. It's on a tag. Merry Christmas. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah, I'll send you hats. I got a whole bunch. That sounds like what happened. Um, I work in advertising at uh, one of my vendors used to be like the MLB. Yeah. And mm. they they came over and like, do you know, like those like Oakley sunglasses that like players wear and stuff mm-hmm. like the really nice ones. They came in and it's like, so we brought over a box of these sunglasses and like I was working at advertising, especially in media, like it's primarily women. So like none of these girls wanted it. It was like, so it was like, yeah, I'll take them. It's like eight of these. They're like $200 Oakley's. It's like, I oh, took yeah. like eight of them. It's just like, I have tons of friends that go play softball or baseball. It's like, it's just started handing them out and they, they watch and stuff. So they, I give them these, oh, these Oakley's just like, holy shit, these are 
you just get it can he give it to me it's like yeah mlb stopped in the office we did like a vendor meeting just like <laughs> no big deal. Deal. yeah it's no big deal it was like the coolest thing that ever. was just like eh, i don't i don't need him you're and my one yeah. buddy who lives in colorado he's he still wears it goes like dude i these these are my when i'm not snowboarding i'm not wearing snowboarding goggles these are my go-to glasses just yeah like, and now you're the man that's right that's free right. swag free swag that's is always right. good I mean, I, I got something for free once too. I got to watch John Wick a week before it came out in theaters. Ooh. There you go. That's a win. That's a big That's win. A, it was good to me. I mean, yeah, I'm, I'm about win. that win. Yeah. <sighs> me too. Right, well, uh, I'm, I don't know if Rob anything else, but I wanted to thank you for coming on. We appreciate it. Yeah, no, thank you so much for coming on. I hey, mean, thank you guys for being on. If you weren't on, I wouldn't be on. Fair enough. Fair enough. I mean, actually, I, I do have one more question. Oh. Do you know of the media gang and what are your thoughts on it? <laughs> they have the best breakouts in paintball. Oh, those man. guys break out. When those guys break out, yes. I tell you what, man. Yes. You got you got some guys running on the break with the camera lenses down. You, know, you got some other guys, they're turning up their shutter speed and they are smoking people off the break. You know, <laughs> ISO, I don't know if your ISO is all set, but man and you gotta compete with gary bomb i don't know he's not always in the breakout but he's got one of the quickest shutter speeds in, in, in the whole game so of it that you gotta crazy. make sure your f-stop is set and uh <laughs> you want manual or automatic focus i'm not sure how you guys I, your trigger fingers are these now, days but now nick's just saying words nick's just <laughs> saying words he knows now <laughs> hey i took i took photography classes and i took media classes okay because one of the things i'll tell you what going back in this story is watching watching Sunday drivers um, and push and you know some of the trauma head stuff in the way that that stuff was shot. I was like, this to me that put paintball in those players. And you didn't get much history on them, but it's just on another level. It made it cool. And so one of my early things for me um, was like, well, I can learn if I can learn how to do this stuff. That would be sweet. So um, I took a video. I took a couple, I took a couple of video production classes. Um, and a bunch of photography classes in community college. And when I went back to school and looked at possibly doing that, and I've, it's one of those things that when we hired Cena on and to work for us after he did the rookie, maybe this was like 2000, I don't even know, 12, is, 11, Yeah, it's still PSP because that was after he, that was because he was playing a Texas storm, right? Yeah, it was early on. Yeah. But I was filming stuff with Cena. He threw me his red and I would go out there and some Ooh, of the shots in his out. video. Time out. Time out. He threw you his red. <laughs> yeah, when I actually it. threw he, it. He threw you like, yeah, here you go. Here's like a ten thousand dollar camera. Go get shots. <laughs> That's yeah, wild. yeah I, I was going out there with him and nice. I loved it, dude. I got I did I did filming with him. I think it was at a couple of US US XBLs. One was at uh zone. Um in Houston and the other one was in San Antonio at X factor, but I loved it. I was like, I could do this. I could, if you give me, if you gave me a camera and just knowing and knowing fields, like I would go out there and just stand and get blasted all day and just getting the shots to know that this is what looks good on camera. That, I, I was you- all about that. Like editing. I didn't, I didn't say it with ADD or whatever I have. Like it was tough for me to sit down and edit stuff, but in getting shots, like most of the drone footage you've, you would have seen the last few years. I got all, I filmed all that stuff. I took oh, the drone, nice. I, oh, I flew it around and, and got that. And I would do that for the pre-shows and all that fun stuff. So like, if it came to doing, give me a camera, like a video camera, I'm, I'm your guy. Film, kind of fun, but like 
I would rather, I would rather, it is a lot of work. I would rather go stand in a lane, you know, where I know that, you know, uh, you know, uh, Rainy Stanzak's going to be shooting on the break to shoot this guy going through this spot, stand there and get shot in that lane just to get it. You know, it might take five points, but that's something that I could see most. I, I saw myself doing to a point in being able to film and do stuff. And that's why I took classes. So yeah, I'll, I'll say F stop and shutter speed and black focus <laughs> if, and other fun stuff. If I give you 20 bucks, will you film media gang for one point in ICC? Yeah, I'll give you my camera. Yeah. I'll give you my camera. I took, I took one of the best pictures of ICC. I got uh, I got more and uh, and what's his face? Oh, um, yeah, you took that picture. That. Yeah, I, took, I took that picture. Nice. Said, yeah, come on, get out of here. I'm gonna give you somebody awesome. ICC. If you're, if yeah. hey, you know what? This this one's on the house. We appreciate it. We appreciate it. I mean, I the, half the team is actually media. It's great. Straight out of focus, <laughs> man. I was I was in charge of paying for entry. I know. The most nerve-wracking thing ever. Oh, my God. I, I'm i sitting at my desk in Manhattan and just, like, refreshing, refreshing, and get through. Oh, yeah. like, as soon as I as soon as I paid entry, I stood up from my desk and I looked at all my teammates. It's just like, guys, I did it. I fucking did it. We're they're, all, they're all like, what did you do? I, I paid for entry. You guys have no idea what I'm talking about, but literally just imagine huge concert sells out in three uh-huh. seconds. That that's the same thing. So it's, it's the same vibe. I, re- I remember it was like a minute before the, they were supposed to drop and we're all in the chat. Rob, are you ready? Rob, please. You're not <laughs> responding. Are you ready? <laughs> that's a good sign. If he's not responding. Yeah, he's yeah, yeah it was, it was, he, he was like, afterwards he was like, guys, shut up. I'm trying to do this. <laughs> Boom. Hey, do you want to play this or not? Yeah, I'm. I'm doing. I'm doing what I can. But right, so, uh, but yeah, uh, yeah ICC is gonna be dope. Uh, pretty pumped. Pretty pumped to see you there. Um, say hi in person and stuff. Be really yeah, awesome. Yeah, I mean, hopefully that works out because, um, over uh, on the east coast of Pennsylvania, two or three days ago, Ion was just canceled. Oh man. That's farther so, away, isn't it? I mean, I saw the yeah, thing that Tim. Go ahead. Yeah, I saw the thing that Tim posted saying that he got approval. So I'm assuming it's all good. Yeah, I mean, Ion, I don't know if it's, say, if it's a state thing or a county thing. Ion is definitely way bigger. I mean, they last year they yeah. topped out, the last two years they topped out at over 4,000 players and over 5,000 people just on site. Mm-hmm. So that's going to run a higher risk of, of probably being like, yeah, we won't allow this many people to get together. But. Yeah. Um, I can only hope that, you know, everything stays the course and, and that event happens because Tim has done an amazing job, the field itself and what they've done. I mean, the, the hyperball field is now turf. Yeah. Which we uh, saw Michael Moore is very thrilled about that, by the way. Yeah, he, is. He, he is very <laughs> thrilled about that. <laughs> but yeah, no, I, actually we're thinking about, uh, trying to get Tim on here to kind of hear from his perspective of like putting on ICC and like what it, oh, yeah. what it means, like playing pro now a league owner. Cause he also has like a, like a developmental league at the field as well. Uh, that Good. I saw. Tim's, Tim's been involved in a lot of stuff and I would, yeah. I would love to hear that because it's, it's one of those things where I, I kind of feel bad for him because he, what he has built is turned into something that's so amazing and he can't play. And Tim is such a competitor that it's yeah. like, I don't know how, if I could like, cause, oh, I, I loved the idea or I had had the idea of trying to do it at Badlands for years. And it was just like, well, I don't know if I could do this because I want to play in it. Like this would suck to run and like not be able to go out there and play. <laughs> yeah. Tim has watched this thing just blow up into this 
amazing event. <laughs> he just has to deal with all the bullshit from all of his peers and people he can't stand complaining about refs and cheating. And he's like, <laughs> what are you doing? Frank Connell set up. Frank, get out of here, Frank. Like the biggest cheater we all know. Yeah. I'm talking about cheating. <laughs> he has to go run and hide and he can't. And he can't I, play either. I can only imagine that. And he's probably sitting there like, dang, this is what this is what we sounded like coming up from the ranks. Well, yeah, that's what's one of those things too that just puts you know into perspective of where you're at. You know, Tim, Tim, man, he, what he has done and been able to do in his career and build it out from growing up and playing paintball uh, to being involved with Philly and building that program out to what it was and making it successful to running uh, to running the All American Paintball Park to that going away you know, smart parts goes away. He goes back to school, gets all these degrees while playing professional paintball for a full season. Then becomes back involved with GOG, DLX, smart parts and helps build it out to where it's at now and still travels the world and runs of, you know, probably the most successful independent event out there in in terms of tournament paintball that there is. No No other event sells out that fast. No, no, no one, you know, no, there's no other, I don't, aside from, I mean, you have to put world cup in there because it's world cup, but there's no other demand to play a tournament. Yeah. Yeah. Second to, you know, behind world cup is, you know, is ICC. And it's, if it's not right there on par with it, because yeah. it draws everyone in you, anyone from, doesn't matter what, what division you're ranked um, or what your background is in playing. You can play 10 man with your friends in the woods and hyperball in the mounds field. Oh, I'm so pumped for it. I cannot yeah. wait for it. God. It's it's going to be the funniest picture ever. Seeing <laughs> seeing those like the seven or eight media guys on the team is like so. You guys take pictures of yeah, pretty much everybody else usually. And yeah, you're going to know to run your bunkers right, and not run to like the sidelines to take pictures. <sighs> oh gosh, maybe I don't. Can know. you remind me when we get there? It's yeah, I'm trust I'll let you know. It's gonna it's <laughs> gonna be a it's gonna be a tough one. If I'm about to get bunkered, I might just like whip out a camera from my backpack and be like, "Hold on, don't shoot the photographer." Here yeah. You go. yeah, yeah. I mean, you can't shoot me. It's fine. It's fine. Do you want pictures at NXL? No, you. Well, yeah, you'll, 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 let, you'll let it. You, you, you can wipe it. Just let me get it. Hit you once. I don't mind if you wipe it. That's fine. As long as I get to say I shot you, it's, it works. That works. <laughs> all right, well, well, hey, I mean, I'll make sure I have the camera so I catch it all. Yes. Bang. Oh. That's it. That's perfectly hey, it. Thank you so much, Nick. We appreciate yeah, you coming on you. once again. Thank you for having this talk with us. I'm glad we we got to do this. Sorry we kept you up a bit later than we intended to. I think we're about on par with stretch. Yeah. (laughs) Well, I mean, I don't go to bed anytime soon, so you're good. Good. Oh, you don't have your bedtime? Shoot, I think I'm past mine. Um, (laughs) (laughs) This this has been amazing. Uh, Thank thank you so much. Um, Like Sam said, we we really appreciate this, and we we hope to continue this on, and uh, if let let us know and li- listen back to it if you haven't listened to the other episode that we just released definitely take a listen we're we're planning on talking to some other cool and interesting people that um don't really get too much of a voice out there to kind of tell their background story so it, it should be a good time yeah no i love it the, the more content the better um and it's nice because not focusing on like like yeah you play pro paintball what's that like well yep. um yeah and, uh, if you need help getting anyone and they're being a pain in the ass let me know and i'll call them out and tell them not to be bitches and they yes. can come on and join you help, guys and help do, us and do help us get tim 
help help <laughs> us get help us get Tim at ICC. We'll set it all up. I mean, there's more than enough are you, media are you people do there at ICC. So you do it beforehand. So I was, yeah. I don't know why you're frozen, but um, I, I was oh, I'm thinking frozen be, I'm, I'm frozen because I'm. You said help get Tim. I'm actually texting Tim right now. <laughs> oh, awesome, awesome. That's See, fantastic. I don't mess around, man. Well, Zoom could not have chosen a better picture to freeze on. Oh yeah, that's <laughs> absolutely incredible. But um, yeah, no. I mean, Sam's going to ICC. I will also be at ICC. So if we could do it after, uh-huh. like, my face does look funny. One day of playing, um, like a Friday night or Saturday night, that would be awesome. I mean, there's going to be enough media guys with who we're staying with to to set to set it all up and make it look good. So okay, if it's not if it's not crazy, obviously, yeah, if it's not crazy, I do not want to overload his workload with everything. Uh, I would say that's probably the not a good time. Yeah, that's fair. Because um, we tried the first year we went as Go Sports, we tried to do it you know, like the players thing, and it was pretty chaotic. <laughs> Okay. Yeah, we can. You, I would get Tim. Try. Well, I'll, I just text him. Uh, I would try and set up getting Tim as soon as possible to get him to talk about it. Because uh, yeah. that's for him, for one of anything too. Them confirming it's on the the more press he can get out there to pump pump it up. Hundred percent. We could do that. We could, we could definitely make that happen because I I want it to happen as well. Like I'm, yeah. I I've been missing it the past couple of years and just been mad at myself every year. I mean, my my buddies on the Winstons have been killing it out there, and I I love those yeah. guys. They're they're hilarious. Talk about a oh, ragtag yeah. rag team. That's what you yeah. need. Let us uh, let us let you go. Uh, thank you so much. This has been a better conversation than I ever thought that it was going to be. And like you took you took a lot of these questions uh, very straightforward and very very impressed. <laughs> Thanks, man. <laughs> <laughs> yes shout out die paintball shout out iron man 20 yeah, shout out iron out man. gi finley hats die the whole, the whole gang finley every oh, beard yeah and the beard. beard yeah weapons <laughs> and, and anybody um, anybody else are we are we like, missing anybody else in the, one, like in the five waters? minutes or so to just shout out yeah no okay <laughs> thanks though yeah no problem <laughs> All right. Well, thank you so much. We hope you have a great night. You too. Too. All right. Thank you. We'll talk to you later. Later, Gator. See you.